Hey guys, it's your girl Bree. Welcome back to It's Black and White. Today we're going to be talking about God parting the Red Sea for us, okay? I'm just going to jump right on in. I first wanted to say this though. I always do that. I'm sorry, guys. I wanted to say that God, um, he gave me this word two days ago because I needed it the most then. And I've just been processing it and allowing it to minister to me first. And when he told me that he was going to part the rest, see, this is something he told me years ago. And I didn't, I thought that's what he meant as far as me moving to Texas. But now I'm realizing it was just a prophetic word for now. And that was like two years ago, right? So when I was like, well, how does that apply now? Because I've been been receiving the word that I'm already in my promised land, right? So I'm like, you know, if we know the story of um, when Moses or when God freed his people from um, Egypt, right? Um, I'm trying to paraphrase it. <laughs> so real quick, um, when God freed his people from Egypt and he was going to lead them into the promised land they had to first part they had to walk through the the Red Sea God parted the Red Sea and then they went into the wilderness you know then they were complaining or whatever so it took them like 40 years to get to the actual promised land when it shouldn't even take them that long but because they were complaining but that's not really important but I just wanted you guys to just understand the the order of it which was slavery um the Red Sea which would be like freedom and then the promised land okay and if I was told that I'm already in the promised land then how is he parting the Red Sea right so then God told me um that when he says he's going to part the Red Sea, he is speaking of whatever situation that we are in where we feel like we're stuck. We feel like we can't go back. We can't go forward. We're just stuck. It could be anything that you're facing um, in life where you feel like you have no control. You feel like there's no way out. From what you see, from what you know in the natural, there's literally nothing you can do in your power to get out this is what he means when he says he's gonna part the rest seat because it's times like this when he's gonna come through so just wanted to make that very clear i'm gonna go ahead and read from exodus chapter 14 verses 10 through 22 it is a bit of a read that's like 12 scriptures or so so i'm gonna like read it and then stop and then tell you guys what god said okay so verses 10, we'll start with chapter, um, verse 10. And it said, as Pharaoh approached the people of Israel, uh, as Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw that the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, why did you bring us out here? Just bring us out here to die in the wilderness. Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done? Uh, to us why did you make us leave Egypt didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt we said leave us alone let us be slaves to the Egypt Egyptians it's better to be slaves in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness okay so what's happening right here is 
when Pharaoh finally let the people go and they were leaving, he changed his mind, right? He changed his mind. He got angry and bitter, like all that stuff. And then he came after them. So when he was coming after them, um, after the, the Israelites, he caught up with them. And so they're panicking. Now they're like, uh, okay, so we left just to get killed kind of thing. So what God was saying to me in this moment is like, I don't know if you guys know what it feels like (laughs) when you say yes to God, when you say yes to God and you follow his directions, you, you do exactly what he says, or if not most of what he says, right? And it's things you're not familiar with. You know, you're taking leaps of faith. And then when you do that, it's like, you're not seeing the results that you thought you were going to see or you're not, it's not going the way you thought. So then you're kind of second guessing like, okay, why would God tell me to do this? I mean, y'all, I feel this way all the time, all throughout the day. Like, why did you link me up with this person, God? Why did you tell me to apply for this school? Why did you tell me to stay in this marriage? Why are you telling me to talk to this person? Like, all these different things. I'm like, okay, even this podcast, even my YouTube channel. If you guys look at my YouTube channel, I have no one watching. No one watching. So I'm just kind of, I mean, I got a few, but it's like, sometimes I'm like, well, why am I doing this if it's not... You know, if you had that moment when we go to God, okay? So that's what the Egyptians are saying. This is how they're complaining to Moses. Like, why? Why did you do this? Like, what was the point, okay? So then Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue, rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. And I love this passage, you guys. I love this scripture because it's exactly what I need. Now, we just got done talking about how you're kind of feeling like you're second guessing and like, okay, why would God have me do this? Why am I even being nice to people and no one's being nice to me? Like, Or I don't know how deep your situation is. For me... (sighs) I'm dealing with this whole infidelity thing with my husband. I'm dealing with like other stuff, family stuff that's very painful to me. And I'm feeling like, what is the point? What is the point of being obedient to God when people are just going to be, they're going to turn their nose up to you or they're going to feel some type of negative way. It's like, this isn't working, but this is what God is saying. Well, it's Moses, right? But Well, the word is God, okay? But this is what God is saying to us today. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We don't need to worry. We don't need to panic. We don't need to second guess. We actually need to stop looking at what we see in the physical and look to God and start seeing things in the spiritual realm. Like something is moving. And I'll be the first to say, you guys, I'm always the first to say that it's really not the easiest thing to do. It's not the easiest thing to not look at what you see. (laughs) It's just, for me, it's just not. And it's it's literally, um, I just have to remember to do that. Every single time I have to remember to do that, that is not my husband, is not such and such. And sometimes it's not even your kids, okay? Like the enemy knows what to do to get you off balance, to get you off your game, to get you off focus. 
he wants to take your focus off of God, essentially, okay? So, the Lord himself will fight for you. All we have to do is stand still. And for us, I mean, I think, it, I don't know if it's just a natural thing, if it's a flesh thing. Our natural response is to do something when we panic. When we see danger, when we feel like something's about to get messed up or whatever it is, our, we're so quick to just try to fix it or solve it or get out of it ourselves. And God is asking us to not not to do that, but to stay calm, okay? So then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff, raise your hand over the sea, divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on ground. And I will harden the hearts of of the Egyptians and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his uh, chariots and his charioteers. Sorry, guys. Um, when my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Again, I don't know what it is that you're going through that makes you feel like whatever it is you're facing that is having you feel like you just can't do anything. This is a divine setup for God to show his glory. His glory's to you i mean we're believers right but also for other people for the unbelievers you know for the people who have mocked us for the people who you know looked at us sideways and thought we were crazy or thought we were doing too much or whatever it's for them okay um when the lord okay so god this is god is so like (laughs) god straight up said why are you crying out to me? Now, this convicted me when I read it because I told you guys it took two days for it to minister to me. And the first day I read it, I was just like, dang, God. Because <laughs> I was, I was complaining to him a lot. I did not respond in my flesh. So that's a testimony. But I was complaining to God. I was running and whining to God because I was just frustrated and I had enough. And it's okay to to give God your frustrations and your concerns but there's a difference between like whining and talking to God and I will tell you guys I was whining you know to God so when I saw this I was like okay Lord God is like if you don't pick your staff up put your hands up and praise me you know put my praise on your lips refocus get yourself together and stop worrying about these the enemies that's chasing you stop worrying about the people who are provoking you stop worrying about the people who are just making fun of you mocking you whatever treating you poorly whatever your situation even maybe it's not even a person forget stop looking at your situation and look to me and praise me that is what god is saying right here and it's like okay god He's saying he has this all under control. For us, it looks kind of scary. It looks intimidating. It looks like we can't get out, right? But God is like, has a whole plan. He is sovereign. He is sovereign. He's going to use whatever it is that we are in and flip it so we get vindicated. And so he gets the glory. He is going to be praised, okay? Whatever situation you're facing, he has it. Okay. So then the angel of God who 
um, had been leading the people of Israel moved to the rear. The angel of God who had been leading, I'm reading it over y'all. This is verse 19. Then the people, I mean, then the angel of God who had been leading the people of Israel moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop right there. Okay. Cause that was the last one I, um, highlighted. God has your back. God has your back. God is not going to let you fall. God is not going to let you fail. God isn't going to let anything happen to you that that would affect you in a way that wouldn't be good for you. And I guess I had to word it like that because sometimes God does allow stuff to happen to us that's painful and we question God like well God if you love me or if you you are God then why do you allowing why are you allowing bad stuff to happen to me why are you allowing me to feel these things or witness this or experience these things but what is it Romans eight twenty eight? I guess I don't know but God says everything works out for our good so we have to stand on that. We have to trust that. We have to trust no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, right? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It may form. The weapon may form. We may see it. It may get real. It may get uncomfortable. But we have to understand that somewhere at the end of this is going to be good for us because that's not God's character. It's not God's character to just allow his people to suffer and not do anything. Absolutely not. That's not the God that we serve. And I think I already made a um a video or a podcast about that one. God said, check my track record. If we look back, you know, every single time, every single time God came through. Every single time. And he's going to do the same for you. He's going to do the same for me. Without a doubt. And I'm telling you guys, like, it's it's not the easiest thing. It is not. And, I mean, I had a rough couple of days. Just trying to pull myself together and remember, this is working out for my good. Right now, where we are, because we've kept the faith, we've been pushing, we've been doing everything that God has been asking for us, and maybe we haven't done it perfectly. All right, that's fine. But God sees your heart. He knows your intentions of everything, that you are trying to be a better person. You are trying to do what God is calling you to do, okay? There's a difference between people who just you know, sin and just don't do what God says purposefully, like, and then the people who, you know, I had a slip up, you had a slip up, there's a difference. And what I'm saying is God can see the difference. God knows the difference. So right now in these moments where we are feeling like, um, yeah, this isn't right, (laughs) or this is getting kind of crazy, Lord, this is getting out of hand. And God, I don't see you. And I don't see how you can fix this. God is reminding us here. Number one, like he can part the Red Sea. He can do anything. He just wants our faith. 
He just wants our praise. He wants us to rely on him, okay? And two, this moment isn't really about us. He knows we believed. He knows that our heart is with him and we're won over for him. But this is to open the eyes of the unbelievers, okay? And God is using us and using our situations to do so. Just like I said in the whole, I think I, when I see it now, it's like everything is tying together. I mean, I've said this as far as for um, people who are married to an unbelieving spouse, right? We're in this marriage to minister to that spouse, okay? Um, the best way we can. Um, but it's the same thing. Whatever it is that you're facing, maybe you're facing eviction. I don't know why I keep hearing that. God is going to flip that. In some way, in some way, I don't know how God is going to do it, but is however it happens, you're going to be okay. He's going to make sure you're okay. We, it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. We're, we're all facing some uncomfortable things right now. And that's the last point that I wanted to make is you guys, I already said it. <laughs> I kind of said it, um. When the enemy knows that something big is about to happen, when God is about to do something huge, right? Because whenever God works that miracle, whenever God comes through and shows himself, right, through whatever, usually that kind of opens people's eyes and then they turn to God. I mean, I don't know why we're kind of like that. I feel like, you know, when we're in like super bad situations and God rescues us, a lot of us, like we give God the praise and it kind of opens our eyes a little bit and it kind of builds our faith, right? So that's threatening to the enemy. It's threatening for God to show himself in any kind of way, whether it's judgment and it's uncomfortable or whether it's in a miracle, right? It, it's uncomfortable. It, the enemy does not like that because <laughs> it gets real, okay? And then our focus is back on what it needs to be on, okay? And so the enemy doesn't want that. So he's going to try to do whatever it is that he can to throw us off. You understand? Just to intimidate us. Just to intimidate us because he wants us to panic and worry. He doesn't want us to praise. He doesn't want us to lift our hands. The enemy really tried it with me. He really tried it with me to drain me where I didn't even want to praise God. Just whine. <laughs> God had to snap me back like, wait a minute, don't forget your praise, your praise is so powerful. It literally breaks strongholds, literally. It um, cancels the enemy's attacks. It weakens him. It weakens the enemy. We're literally in a war right now, okay? So that's all I have for you guys today. Um... You guys, again, I say this all the time, be encouraged, you know, to keep it black and white. I keep forgetting to do this at the end of the shows to do like one little note, a nugget that I want you guys to remember to keep it black and white. If God can part the Red Sea for the Israelites, he can do the same for you and whatever it is that you need him to do. He's going to do it because we serve a faithful God. We serve a just God. We serve a loving God. You know, he hears you and he sees you. He's literally with you, okay? 
So I love you guys. Please be encouraged. If you know someone who is interested, um, or not really interested, maybe they just really need to hear this word to boost their faith or whatever it is, um, share it with them, okay? All right, guys. Love you. Have a good one. And I will have a prayer right after this. Bye.